All right, we're on the prowl with Professor Hot Sauce. I'm your host, Professor Hot Sauce, and super excited tonight because for the first time ever, today's guest is female. Renee, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. I'm actually the first female guest. There were special appearances by some Uh, females. Okay, got it. You need to start listening. There's, well, maybe you don't. I don't know if you need to listen to the podcast or not, but... (laughs) I don't know. I think it's pretty good. So Renee, you and I just went on a date. We did. Yep. How was it for you? It was fun. Yeah? I had a great time. One out of ten. Oh, I have to rate it. I don't know, like an eight, eight and a half? Eight. Oh, that's a good score. I think so. All right, cool. And there's nothing negative about it. That's true. Yeah, it was a good time. What would you rate it? I would give it an eight. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. So to give to. people some context here, I mm. kind of want to go back and tell the full story of how this originated. <laughs> so my, one of my ex-girlfriends started seeing one of your ex-boyfriends. Yes. So mm-hmm. you and I last week decided, I, to, I told you, hey, I got, a, I got a funny story for you, Renee. And then I just kind of left you hanging. You did. Yeah. And then you said, mm-hmm. I love stories. You can't just say that and not continue. So I sent you a picture of the two new lovebirds. <laughs> and in your head and in your mind, <clears throat> what reaction happened? Um, I, I honestly don't even remember my reaction. I was just like, well, it's typical that he would be dating already at this point. And since he's dated a lot in his life, his pool is really small. So he has to go to his friends and date their exes as well. So, <laughs> Would it be fair to say <clears throat> you are a little upset or potentially spiteful? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm definitely angry. Like, I don't, like, dwell on it. Like, I don't lose sleep over it. I don't think about him every day. But I'm asked, if I'm asked the question, like, yeah, yeah, I'm mad at him still, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Does it compound now that I've kind of brought it back up and reminded you of it? Is that... Yeah, because I forget about him and then all of a sudden it pops up again. I was hoping to have the winter to not see him until, you know, summer when we'll inevitably run into each other, so... Yeah. Well, maybe not, though. We play on... It's true. We play on... uh, So, full context here. Mm. You and I play on a co-ed ball team together. And you guys, we went to a ball tournament and you guys kind of became a thing at that Yeah, ball but tournament. it actually started earlier than that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Because mm-hmm. he was dating a friend of mine and then they broke up and then she told me to ask him out. Really? So then I asked him out and he said no. <laughs> and then I asked him out, I think four times that summer. Wow. Yeah, but he can, t- and then I just... Kept deleting his number and he kept texting me. And so he wanted to continue the conversation. He just didn't want to date me. And then finally he said yes. Interesting. Yeah. So is that, that's a little surprising to me. I always thought that it would would have been him that would nope. have initiated. Nope. All me. So is that something you typically, I guess you asked me out on this date too. Yeah, that's true. I Come brought to it think up. about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So is that is that typical? Because that's not like traditionally. It's that's kind of 
if we were to play by society's kind of old, I'm not saying this is right, it's just kind of the way it is, but that's kind of the man's role. Right. Task like right. the woman, right? Yeah. And I would say that if I waited for guys to ask me out, I just would probably never go on dates. So if I meet someone online or whatever, like I'm going to be the first one to say, hey, let's just go out. It happens that a guy will ask me out every once in a while, but I usually make the first move, I'd say. Really? Yep. Always. It's always been that way. Well, that's why I didn't date for most of my 20s because I didn't make the first move. So then I just started making the first move and then voila, started dating. Yep. See, I find that hard to believe. I find that very hard to believe that people wouldn't ask you out on dates. I have a, I've a bitch face, though. A little bit, yep. So Possibly. I, but no, you're attractive. Like, well, thank you, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I look very unapproachable, so. You know, it's funny because I think that's... I don't know if you've seen, but there's some videos on online, and there's a guy who gives a seminar to women, and he talks exactly about that. Mm-hmm. And we're in an era era now, too, where it's kind of hard. You really have to kind of tiptoe around things. You don't want to sexually harass somebody. Right. Exactly. Right? Like, you don't want to do that. Guys have to be more careful. Yeah. Well, you can't just go and grab a girl's ass and think that's a good move anymore. No, it's not. No. That never was? No. But but somehow, when I think back to probably, you know, when my parents probably got back, that was probably 100% okay. It may have been. And it shouldn't have been. Yeah. It never should have been. But that's just kind of how the societal norm, I think, was. Maybe I'm off on that, but... My grandparents couldn't walk up the same hallway together. They had to stagger it, so... Yeah, it's weird, hey? Yeah. How things went from that to... Yeah. Progressively and, worse. And now guys on the first date are asking you if they can fuck you in the ass. They are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they are. So you and I, we were on the date and we were talking... Mm-hmm. And we kind of played this game. We went to an arcade and decided that the winner of a game got to ask the other person a question. And my question to you is your worst date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought that was an interesting story. So if you don't mind just kind oh, of sharing, sharing, sharing the that story. story yeah. Well, in full disclosure, I shouldn't have gone out with him because he, uh, he told me first that he never buys a girl's meal and that she promises to suck him dry. So he told me this. Wait, that's not a good move? Before I went on the date with him. No, it's not a good move. Damn. Okay. Hold on. Let me write some notes down. (laughs) I should not have gone out with him in the first place. He still went out. Okay. Because I was like, I was hungry. I just wanted food at this point. And I thought, you know what? Maybe he was just trying to be funny. Give people. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. And I shouldn't have. And then when we got to the restaurant, he had already ordered his drink and he was checking out every girl that walked by and then he answered his phone and he made plans for the evening. And then he texted me after the date, asked me how it was. And I said, it was horrible. He goes, yeah, you were super boring too. And I was like, all right. And then he proceeded to text me to the next day throughout the whole next day. And then finally asked me if he could fuck me in the ass. So yeah. And you said? I said no. I said no. <laughs> I don't even remember his name, to be honest. That's so, good. Yeah. That's good. So I, I, you mentioned a very interesting point, and I'm glad that you did, is that's a huge pet peeve of mine. If you're out on a date and you're on your phone the entire time, oh, yeah. that's brutal. I don't care how boring the other person is. Right. Have some balls and just say, listen, you're not my type. 
I think we should right? call it quits right now. And like you don't, well, you don't answer your phone to begin with. You should never answer your phone on a date unless never. you're like, hey, like, you know, Emergency. like my nephew's in the hospital. I'm just waiting to hear blah, 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 or like something like that. Yeah. Like, then it's like, hey, that's fine. Yeah. And I'll give you props because you and I, I don't think either of us touch our phones the entire time we were on this date. No, no. And that's the way it should be. Yeah. Mine was you in should... my pocket. So was mine. Yeah. I keep it with me because you never know. Well, yeah. Like I have custom ringtones. So if there is a specific um... ring that I start hearing. Then you know you have to answer. Then it might be like, why is this person calling me right. at this time? So in that scenario, then I might be like, I'm sorry, Renee, I really have to take this. But and like you said, maybe it's, you know, my, my nephew's in the hospital. Right. That's a different story. Yeah. There's always an exception to the rule, but yeah, when I notice when people aren't on their phones, like if I'm on a date and his phone isn't even on the table, like it's even in his like, he doesn't even check it. Like, yeah. you know, like you can hear it vibrating and he's not even checking it. Then you're like, all right. Like, yeah, he's into me. Yeah. Which that should never have to be a thing. Yeah, yeah, I like agree. You should never have to worry about if someone's going to be on their phone. I think it. I think that's a pretty good indicator. I think yeah. that's a red flag, yeah. right? I honestly do. But I also get all my notifications to my watch. Uh, you gotta. So like, I can check to see if it's actually important or not too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I get all. I this. get all notifications, like sports notifications. And your phone's Snapchat. just blowing up all the time too. Yeah. Yeah. So I really applaud your... Only when there's a Raptor game on, then I'll get more notifications, but... I see. I see. So that's interesting. I actually remember once upon a time, I went on a date, I guess, with this girl in in university, and I was like, hey, what what time is it? She's like, I don't know. I didn't bring my phone. I was like, shit, me either. We both left our phones at at home, and this was the time... This was prior to social media and everything, so I feel like it was easier, but... Immediately at that point in time, I was like, you just became way more attractive in my oh, eyes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because they're giving you all the attention. Yeah. They aren't thinking of something else. Yeah, it's yeah. two It's two things. One, it's a, it's, it's a courtesy. It's a decency type mm-hmm. of move. But it's also an indicator that they're into you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's always something I I used to think about a lot. Now I don't think about it so much. I mean, I care don't if if people what people think of me, but right. I care less than what I used to. Right. You know, I kind of the way I approach it is this is who I am. If you don't like it, you can yeah. you can leave it. I'm not going to I'm not going to change. Oh, yeah. And I think that just comes with age and experience. Yeah. Just realizing that other people's opinions does not doesn't matter what yeah. they think of you. As long yeah. as you like you and you're not like, you know a murderer or something I feel like you know you're doing a good job so yeah yeah and I'm not don't worry yeah I feel like it would have come out in the past like <laughs> four years if you were a murderer or not yeah that's fair at this point I've ran out of fucks to give is yeah. quite frankly what what mm-hmm. it amounts to you know you and I are both we're similar age you and I are both at an age here where you know what I'm done I'm done playing to an extent I'm done playing the games you right. know what I mean yeah it's fun sometimes don't get me wrong. I like flirting a lot. When the intention is just to flirt, love it. Like if I know that there's like a relationship or something that's going to go nowhere, then I just, then it's just, then I'll play the game. Yeah. Because then it's fun. But if there's a, if there's a a relationship where I feel like it's going to go somewhere, I prefer, I'd prefer no games. I like it. 
Yeah. Not that you can flirt, because I do like flirting. But yeah, I have no a different I have a different way of flirting. Not everyone gets. So What's your way of flirting? Well, I'm very sarcastic. <laughs> oh, so And not overly nice sometimes. Okay, so if you were so if you were flirting with me mm. and I had asked you, you know, how was that date and you were one, awful. That's kind of a joke you would make? Probably. If I would have thought of it at that moment, I probably would have said that. So, do I didn't you th- think of it. <laughs> do you think people take you too seriously sometimes and don't get that? Yes, because okay. I don't smile all the time when I say it. You're on the verge of smiling right now. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> sometimes it comes across as too real when it shouldn't. So you got a dry sense of humor. Yeah. The yeah. more I make fun of someone, the more I generally like them. I see. Like my dad. I love him a lot, but you make fun of I him. don't usually tell him. <laughs> so I think this is where, uh, and, and maybe this is where you, maybe you're a little bit different. And maybe it's the same for women. And this is why I love having you on the podcast right now. Because I have this group chat with my boys. Right. And that I had this argument with my buddy. And there's four of us in there. And the other guy is like, you two are hilarious. You guys are, we were arguing about pizza delivery and when peak times for pizza delivery were. And it was like, you're an idiot. (laughs) Like, you're so stupid if you think that way. And that's just how guys are. Right. You know, that's, and you know, I, I got hit in the face playing dodgeball yesterday and I was playing against him and he just burst out laughing and it didn't feel good. Right. And I was like. It's not funny. He's like, no, it is. Maybe not for you because you got hit in the face, but for me, it's funny. And that's just how it... So I don't know. Is that the same same with, with the girls or no? With the way that we would communicate? Yeah, like in your group chats and things like that. Well, I don't have any group chats at the moment, but it depends on the girl. Like, I had a few friends where I could... That was our... I mean, that was our relationship where we could just joke with each other. We made fun of each other, like... That's just what it was. And then I had other friends that were too sensitive and couldn't handle me. They did not get me. We were friends for 12 years. Never understood anything about me. So that's like kind of where I was going. Because the stereotype is that women are more sensitive. Sometimes it can't handle, you know, the self-esteem things if you tear somebody down. and You know, I'd make friends of my buddies because I'd legitimately walk up to someone like yourself and say, hey, who's dressed better? And if they would say me, I, I would go, oh, you see, I told you. I've been right. telling you this whole time I have more style than you. <laughs> and that's just how, how it is with the guys. But I feel like women, it's a little bit different. It is a little different. I think that we, well, I mean, you know, like, especially when you make fun of the way that you look. Like, I, w- I, gen- like, I don't think I'd ever make fun of any of my friends and the way that they look. Like, I remember making fun of my one friend's hair once because it was really greasy and we made her put a toucan because we were embarrassed to be around her. We made fun of her for years for that. But she could take that. Like, that was something that didn't bother her. Like, she didn't care what she looked like. Like, yeah. it's not a big deal. But, you know, I went on a date, first date, and he told me I had big ears. So, <clears throat> it's like that one I couldn't get over. No? No, it bothered me a lot. I was like, I know my ears aren't small, but, like, you don't have to point them out. <laughs> he didn't call you, like, Gumby or anything? No, like he just that? said, yeah, your ears are huge. Was that his way of flirting? Was he... was? Were you yes. being sarcastic and he's kind of... No, I was back? telling him that I have a disorder with hearing. Like, noises bother me. He goes, oh, that makes sense because your ears are so big. 
Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he said it in a, in a tone where he was joking or? No, like he'd meant it, but it was, I think it was his way of flirting. Ah, I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah. I he see. goes, I still think you're pretty. I was like, <laughs> doesn't matter now. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> you actually ruined it. Like, I'm not going to believe anything you say. So. So if he was a perfect guy in mm. every other sense of the word, and he said that to you, how big of an impact does that have on a relationship per se? I would get over it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, not. You're... I know that my ears are not little. So it's I would have never noticed it. Until it's just, you it's just it. pointing out a flaw that I already know that I have. Just have to get over it. Yeah. Really. I've always been interested in people. You know how people compliment each other on looks? Right. Why? It's nothing you did. I know, right? It's straight up winning the genetic lottery of some sort. Yeah. I'm going to stop complimenting people on looking good. Well, maybe not. Compliment them on their personality. Yeah, I hang out. Yeah, I hang out with some beauties. I can do that. Yeah, like it's... We live in a society now where we're trying to get away from the whole physical appearance thing and how important it is and how you look and... Are we though? Well, there's movements out there. There are, but there's also apps like Tinder. Yes. Which is um, and the, all about how you look. Well, and you know what? I'm I had this argument with the with another another girl. I went to Halifax. I I opened the app when I was landing, and right. by the time I got in the terminal, I went through 36 people in a row that I clicked like on and mm-hmm. they all matched. It was insane. Oh. And it it was good for the, you. Well, <laughs> apparently the competition is terrible. <laughs> Because I actually went on a date with a girl in Halifax? in Halifax when I was there for like three days and I saw her twice and she says, oh, it's terrible. The ratio of men, women to men is like two um, to one. So mm-hmm. we have very slim pickings here. I, I, I don't know what the male to female ratio is here. Neither but do I. Feels like three to one. Oh, like women. Female to male. I don't know if that's true. I'm just saying that's what it feels like. I'm not saying that it's true. I'm just saying that's what it feels like. <laughs> But, you know, she explained to me the whole thing about Tinder. And she says, what's the difference if we were at a bar? Are you going to approach me? Because what what are you basing on what you approach me? I'm like, yeah, you're right. The looks. There's got to be a physical attraction there first. So I'm not opposed to it because that's a vital part of any relationship. And the fact is, you know, you got to talk to them anyway, right? So. But just because you find someone attractive doesn't mean someone else finds them attractive. Like it's not oh, like everyone's sure. looking for their Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds or something. Cause I mean, that's going to be unattainable. You didn't pronounce professor hot sauce, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> got it. <laughs> no, that's okay. I don't know what Blake Lively looks like. Is he a country singer? You don't know what Blake Lively. Lo- They're married. Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. They're like the prettiest couple in the whole entire world. Oh, Blake's a female. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got it. I'm gonna I'm gonna look her up right now. Or you know Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel. I mean they're also you can't. Yeah. I mean they're attractive, but I mean is it realistic? Probably not. But the thing is too, and you mentioned this. What's your Ryan Reynolds? Right. Someone else thinks. Why does everyone think he right. looks so good? Yep. You know what I mean? Oh, exactly. Yep. That's the thing. I just have to wait for you know someone to think that I am their Blake Lively, so it's fine. <laughs> Well, I don't think that's it. Like for me, the personality is always going to win out, right? Yep. yep. I'm so sick and tired 
of chatting with women and feel like I have nothing in common with them mm-hmm. or quite frankly think they're an idiot. Yep. You know, I just can't do it. Yep. It's hard to have those conversations. And I'm finding it now that I'm older, there's this half your age plus seven rule. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't date anyone right. who's yep. younger than half your age plus seven. Mm-hmm. I didn't, when, when I was younger, I was like, that's bullshit. Yeah. Now it's like, oh yeah, okay. Oh no, it's a, it's a big <laughs> it's, thing. It's, I, mm-hmm. I went up, to, I went up to these, these girls Thursday night. I went out with a buddy and, you know, I kind of told him, I said, we can't leave without talking to to these girls and. I, I went up to them and they're just immediately, I was, what am I doing over here? Like, why? And they're all talking to me about university classes and stuff. I was like, ah, this is painful. Yeah. So painful. Yeah. I just could not carry a conversation. And it was so brutal. And uh, to the point where it was just like, you know, I'm so done with everything that's associated with this. How old were they? Do you know? Uh, 20 or 21. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's real young. So... Half right. my age plus seven would be 24. Right. And I'm thinking that's probably a little too young. I, my, my limit's 24. I won't go younger than 24 at this moment. But the last guy I was seeing was 24. Really? And he's in university. He's the one who told my, my ears were big. So, <laughs> yeah. The other thing for me is important things in, in, a, in a relationship and everyone kind of weighs things differently. But for me, the sexual aspect of the relationship is, is important. And I feel like young women, they don't have the experience and they're just yep. not as good. That's fair. I would assume that would make a difference. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's interesting because I've read a lot of articles or blog posts or whatever on people's stances mm-hmm. on when they first decide to have sex with somebody. Right. So this one couple that I know was married, they waited like, I don't know, three months, which is quite long these days. Nowadays, yeah, for sure. You know, depending on, you know, your background and your belief system and all that. But for me, I honestly don't know if that's something I could do. Wait three months? And and here's my kind of reasoning behind it. I feel like that's such an important part. Being intimate with somebody is something that's super important in a relationship. So if you don't have that aspect, I think there's going to be challenges. Right. That's Um, fair. It's not the biggest thing, but it's certainly... I can think of a couple people who I had not the greatest maybe sexual relationships with. And then I think of the the person I had the best with. And it it made it... it it, I don't know. It just... it, It made an impact on how you... I felt right. every day, I feel like. So So do you not think that you can get intimate with someone without having sex? Oh, no. I get intimate with lots of people. So you, I, can, you can still develop an intimate relationship before you have sex. Yes. So my, my other, I guess, counter or my supporting point to this mm-hmm. is a whole like sex before marriage. Right. So if you're with somebody, let's say three years. Okay. And you don't have sex before marriage. Right. Then you have sex on your wedding night. And it's and disappointing. It's awful. It usually is. <laughs> I grew up religious. So like I grew up not believing in sex before marriage. Yeah. So like that's my history. Yeah. Is everyone that I've ever known. Yeah. Has waited. So. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, they don't, they don't wait three years for starters. 
That's why they all get married at 18, 19, 20, 21. <laughs> That's true. You don't date. Those hormones are telling <clears throat> you. You don't date for three years before you get married. So Is that something you've ever talked to some members of your... Because like you said, you're part of a religious community. So right. have you had those discussions? My sister-in-law people? knows that I have sex. No, not that. Oh. But I'm wondering if you've heard from her what her experiences have been well it was weird because it's with my brother so yeah, like, i know <laughs> we don't talk a lot about it but like and some people aren't open like i'm just super open with everything so like i want to ask those questions but i don't think a lot of them want to tell Divulge. me those questions yeah so it depends how close that we are like i had two really good girlfriends and we are no longer friends anymore and they both had sex before they were married, but we met at a Bible college, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we were really open with our sex lives with each other, but like anyone else that has already been married, I mean, that's something that they never would share with me. Yeah. So you really don't know, you can't really comment on your experience. The reason I asked that question is because, like I said, I read this article of that lady who, she grew up very religious as well, and she advocates to people. She says, don't wait. Right. <laughs> don't wait because you'll find out it's an important part of the relationship. It's a super important part. I've heard of stories where the girl actually decided she doesn't even like having sex. Yeah. So now her husband is now stuck in a sexless, sexless marriage and they got married at like 21, 22. So like, this is your life now. And they have vows that they yeah. probably... And they do genuinely love each other. So it's like, how would you... You know, how are you going to divorce someone that you love, but you just can't, she doesn't want to have sex. So that is the exact situation that I couldn't find myself in. And there's a very different part of loving somebody and being in love with somebody. Right. It's the passion. It's that intimacy, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, I still love several of my exes. I, I truly do. I would say without hesitation that I still love them. Am I in love with them? Very different. Right. Oh, yeah. Very different. Would I want to date them again? No. You know? Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of my, my, my take. You know, under certain circumstances, if I turn 50 and I'm still, you know, the same old guy who wants to go party and play all the different sports, at 50 years old, I might not have that group of friends that I have now, maybe I will, but that's might be, might be where it's like, okay, time to settle down. (laughs) Time to, time to settle. And I never want to be that person, but there's my uncle got married at 50. Yeah. They're really happy. Well, there you go. It was both of their first marriages. They're living the dream. They winter in Arizona, you know, they travel the world. Have you ever seen the old school newlywed game? Yes. That is one of the greatest TV shows on earth. That is the most inappropriate TV show, I'm pretty sure, on TV. It's so awesome, though. Like That's the most why sexist I love it. comments you could ever get away with. Oh, yeah. And it's just <laughs> funny how they refer to sex in the show. And, oh, and, it's, and stuff. it's great. I love it. But yeah, there's sometime, I remember this one episode, they had a couple that's, they were like 85. And one of the questions was, how many, how many times do you make whoopee? Because that's how they, that's right. what they called sex mm-hmm. each week. And they're like five times a week. <laughs> <It's> like, what? <laughs> You're my hero. You guys are my new heroes. My grandpa got remarried at 81. 
and we asked his fiance, we're like, Jesse, what are you going to do after the wedding? She goes, straight to the bedroom. So <laughs> I almost vomited, but you know, I, apparently that's what they wanted to do. So all the power to them in, in my mind. They're yeah. not family for me, so I don't care. No, like it's, <laughs> if that's what they want to do, then I don't want to think about it. But I mean, like, yeah. if I'm still 81 and having sex, and that's great. Yeah. Not everyone can at that no. age. And apparently some people don't even like it. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy to me. I mean, that's one of my, that's, like, if, if I were given 24 hours to live, <laughs> and there was, like, a bucket list things, I had all the resources in the world to do whatever I want. I could travel and be in one place wherever I want. Having sex would for sure <laughs> be the last thing I did before I died. A hundred percent without hesitation. That's fair. That's the way I would want to die. Okay. And I honestly, I honestly question people who don't enjoy it. Right. Why? Like you're either, you, you haven't been shown enough. You're not adventurous enough or you haven't. I think it's probably mostly that. It could be, yeah. Uh, or, or you just, you just haven't had good sex yet. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's different from men and women because I know, like men. If you look at, you know, I'm, I'm interested in these things. So mm-hmm. I was recording an episode with my buddy, and he wanted to talk about porn. Okay. So we looked up all these stats, and it's like. 98% of men or something crazy like that right. have admitted to watching porn. And then women, it's like 60% or something. That have so admitted it? That or that, yeah. Yeah. And it's probably higher than that. It might, might, might be. But I know a lot of women who find it very degrading, mm. very objectifying. Because, I mean, it's made for men, right? Yeah. So it's a very, in many times, like very submissive and very dominant right. from the male side. And it's, mm-hmm. it's portraying a male fantasy. So I feel like women don't, maybe aren't as sexual as a being as men. I feel like testosterone probably has something to do with that. <clears throat> I think men are more sexual right. creatures, I think. And it that's might. And that's where I th- asked you about like the dating. I think typically that's the reason why men ask women more. It's definitely changing. It's definitely right. not that way as much as it once was. Mm-hmm. You know, I've certainly seen my share of women who have asked men out and I've been asked out a couple of times. So, yeah, no, I mean, it's an, it's an interesting, it's an interesting thought because I think the only time I ever watched porn was when I found it on my computer because my brother had it and then it was just there. So, so you're like, well, it's like in grade six, I think that's the other crazy thing. My brother was older. So then I found it, but. It's crazy how young people are getting exposed to it. Oh, that yeah. I have problems with. Like, it's crazy. Okay, I was watching the R. Kelly documentary. Have you heard of it? No. Okay. I'm, I'm familiar with his life a little on bit. On his life. And I mean, like, I mean, he was exposed to sex at like eight years old. Yeah. It's a, that's why he's disgusting. Yeah. And who he is. Because he was ex- like, I mean, he had no hope to be normal. But I mean, it's, you just get exposed younger and younger and younger. I mean, like, how do you... How do you shelter kids from that? You can't now. No. It's just, it's just, there's just no way. It's impossible. Way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because I'm all for non-censorship and all that kind right. of stuff. But I don't think you should normalize certain types of behavior, behaviors either. No, right? no. Like if, if you showed an eight-year-old, a, a, I guess, a porn that would be what you would consider typical. Right. 
if that's how they're going to start treating women, I think that there's a problem with that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So. My nephew's eight. That's just weird. I know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, don't think, trust me. Don't, you don't even want to start thinking about it. Yeah. But going back to kind of where this started, mm-hmm. you and I went on a, on a date. Yep. Tonight. So how would you typically like a first date to end? Oh, I get super awkward at the endings. Yeah. I never know what to do with myself. So I, I don't know how to say goodbye to anyone. So like, I just. Do you do like a half handshake, half hug? I go in for the handshake quite a bit. Yeah. (laughs) On a first date. Yeah. I was, I went out with this one guy once and he went in for the kiss and I went in for the handshake. That was super embarrassing. Probably more for him. Guaranteed more for him. May have been. We tried it again after and it it worked fine, but like. Yeah, you completed the handshake. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, I don't. So you completed the handshake the second time. No. (laughs) He's like, put your hands down. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. I did that. Sometimes it's weird when you know the person. Right. So, you know, for me. And I'm going to use a, another person as this example. Like her and I had been flirting quite a bit and she invited me over to go hot tub and stuff and a hot tub and we had a great evening, mm-hmm. had great chat and I stand up and I go, well, and I put on my hands for a hug and she grabs me and she's like, get the fuck out of here. You, you go for the hug? Really? You talk about being an alpha male and you're going to go hug me? And she's like, get out of here. And I was like, Okay, wait, let me try this again. She's like, no, go, go. And then so I just grabbed her. I turned around and I kissed her and we right. started making out and then I didn't leave. But yeah, like sometimes I get I get awkward too. Yeah, no saying goodbye is the worst part. So this is going to be really interesting. I'll probably just run away. <laughs> Fair enough. No, I might. Especially in the car. The car is the worst one. If they like pick you up and they yeah. drop you off. It's like now what do you do? Because you can't hug them. No. Going in for a kiss is super awkward. Well, especially if you have your seatbelt on still. Right. So what else do you do? Like pound, pound it out? High five? Like handshake? Like I high five someone. I run high, away. I high five someone after having sex with them like, <laughs> the next time I saw them. The next time I saw them. So I hooked up with this girl. And I high-fived them like the next time I saw them. And my buddy says, who is that? And I said, oh, that's a girl from last weekend. He said, you just high-fived her? You were, you went home with her last week. You had sex with her. And the next time you run into her, you high-five her. I said, yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> He's like, well, if you don't get, if you don't get it, then you're, you're, you're helpless. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I wouldn't mind a relationship where I high-five after sex. Yeah. <laughs> Look what we just did. I don't know. Like. I think that's... I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. <laughs> not at all. Obviously, she wasn't offended if she high-fived you too. Well, I mean, I was the one who initiated no. it. She what? probably wasn't happy. <laughs> I don't know. She was... She never happened in the first place anyway. We all have those. Oh, yeah. Yep. But I don't think... Okay, because you said that you think older women are more experienced. Yes. So I've... Slept with a 38-year-old yep. and a 24-year-old. Yep. Which one do you think would have been better? Well, it depends. age doesn't mean experience. But that's what you said. You said women would be more experienced. In general. Right. In general. And I've always found... The opposite? Yeah. Well, again, 
like you said earlier. But I don't earlier, date a lot of older men. There's exceptions to the rules. They're all younger, so. There's exceptions to the rules. Right. So, I'm assuming the 38-year-old, I think I know who you're talking about. You might. You might know who that is. <laughs> now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, all rel- it's all relative. And you know what? Some people will never be good at it. No. That's just, that's just the right. reality of the situation. Yeah. So, it's interesting because I also was with somebody who I was kind of seeing for a while. And, you know, we never dated, but she would always ask me sex questions. Mm. And so I would always answer them. And we hooked up a couple of times and she told me about all these things that she did. And she had slept with two people in her life. I have slept with more than two people. Right. So she said to me, and I agreed with her. She said, I am more sexually experienced than you because... I was engaged twice to those two people. Uh, mm-hmm. And the thing was, we had a very healthy relationships in, in terms of our communication. Right. So we would try a lot of things. And she's told me all these things that she's done. And I was like, man, really? I've never tried that. That's, that sounds, some of it sounded crazy. Some of it sounded disgusting. Some of it sounded interesting. Right. And I was like, no, not that. No, never tried that. No, never tried that. And she's like, I thought you would have tried all of these plus some. That's why I was asking these questions. I was, I was like, no. And that's where we discovered, you know what? If you're in an eight-year relationship and a six-year relationship, you have to. You have to spice yeah. things up. Oh, yeah. You know? My, yeah. Buddy, my buddy says lights off missionary only goes so far. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, know? like if you're together eight years. I mean, yeah. you can't. Or you're trying with different people. Right. Which is not good. No. So that's the other part of it, too. I yeah. think that's why I'm such a big fan of having a healthy sexual relationship because then you're not tempted to go elsewhere. And I think that plays a role. I think sometimes people fall in a slump when they're in a relationship, maybe from a passion standpoint, mm-hmm. where they're all of a sudden married to their best friend and they have a roommate rather than a... Right. Because uh, they've let things go. Yeah. And both of them have just... Yeah. let it go like yeah. i know people yeah. that haven't had sex in like three years that yeah. are couples and it's like what the hell you should and and i talked to this one girl i met in vegas you know we kept in touch and her and i were discussing she was married her husband actually died and she said when we were together every time we saw each other we wanted to have sex i right. said yeah that's the way it should be there should always be that like you should always want the person that you're with yeah always always once that is done, then you have to, like, you have to wonder why. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to leave them. Maybe it's something you can work on, but you should always, you should always want that person. Yeah. Once that leaves, then it's like, you know, well, why did it leave in the first place? But if there's no re- like, if you can't get it back, then you shouldn't be with this person. Yeah. That's why cheating happens. I agree. Just get the balls and leave. Yeah. If you need to leave, then leave. Yeah. But people, it's amazing to me that, People have such a fear of rejecting somebody or facing that rejection right. that they never do it. Yeah. They would rather let it spiral so far out of control that you do something far worse, which is be- betray that person that right. you love, and yep. betray their trust, and betray yep. everything you promised them. That's to me, that's the thing that I'm like, it just boggles my mind with relationships. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. In, in, in your example, when we started talking, when you started talking to about 
past relationships. I would never say I'm, I upset or I have big problems with the people I've dated. Right. Probably because I just said, you know what, I'm done. And people accuse me of walking away too early. And that might be true. But, I, I, you know, the thing I always say is at least I'm honest with myself. Yep. And at least and I'm honest with you. And you might not like the things that come out of my mouth all the time. But, hey. But in the end, when you think about it later, you're going to... You're going to respect that person for being honest. Yeah, it's going to just, hurt. Just don't lie. Like, it's going to hurt right away, but yes. it's not going to It's going to hurt so much less later knowing that he was honest at that time or she was honest or whoever yeah. it was. Yeah, time heals all wounds. It really does. Yeah, when there's, when there's honesty involved. It takes a little bit longer when there's lying and whatnot, but... Yeah. No, I'm dealing with a situation where I know my friend cheated on her boyfriend but I can't say anything and I know them both and I hang out with them both. That's a big problem for me. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with this situation because she talks about it all the time. And I'm just like, I can't, he's the nicest human being. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. I was like, you know, my stance on it. I've told you before that I can't handle it. I don't like it. You need to get out of this situation. Clearly don't love him anymore. Yeah, I've been in that scenario so many times. It's not even funny. I've been the alibi and I hate it. Mm -hmm. And to the point where I was at my place and she walked in on him with another girl. And they were still together for almost a year after that. It amazes me that people, but people are so scared of being alone that they'd rather be in a toxic yep. relationship than be alone. My ex who was in a long-term relationship for about a year picked me up and then we dated and planned a future together. And then when I found out, he dumped me first, and I found out that he cheated on me. Mutual friends. So it all came around. She knew all of it. I sent her all the text messages. So she knew everything that he'd ever sent to me, and she forgave him, and they're married. They got married like eight months later because she thinks he won't cheat if they're married. Yeah. Well, and I know people that have cheated on their exes with each other, and that's how they got together. I know there's tons of stories like that. Oh, yeah. I have yeah. some family members that are apparently like that. And you know what? Some of them credit i'll say this they've lived very happy lives but right. to me it's like how can how can you trust that person there would be no trust you know like, i don't like if i ever found out i was with a guy who had cheated before like it would be it would be hard for me i don't know if i could i don't know if i could be with them because i think it would always be at the back of my mind the problem is you're eliminating a very sizable percentage oh i know of the but i also did that when i got two cats as well so <laughs> yeah my buddy says if there's if you're with a girl that has more than one cat, mm -hmm. just run away. I heard it's, but see, but two makes sense uh, because they need friends. Cats are very self-sufficient. No, mine needed each other. Oh, yours, <laughs> yours, yours specifically needed each other. Yeah. yeah. See, now you're mm -hmm. talking like that crazy cat woman. I am, but that's fine. Uh, well, any final thoughts? Uh, no, I mean, I always do, but no, I'm good. Okay. Well, maybe we'll have to do another. This was good. I enjoyed this. Yeah, there's lots to of do, fun. We'll have to do another podcast edition. I always have lots of thoughts. So yeah? Always. Right. You, you can maybe be the resident uh, female voice <laughs> of reason. Well. Might have to rename you the crazy cat lady, though. Yeah, it makes sense. I could, I could handle that. All right. Well, I think that does it for us, so... You know, if you have any questions, hit me up on Facebook on The Prowl with Professor Hot Sauce. New episodes coming out every Sunday. Subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, or Google Play. 
Renee, where do you listen to the podcast? You're going to start now that you've been a guest. I'm going to start now. I tried once. It didn't work on my Facebook. Oh, okay. So then I gave up. Well, I'll, I'll help you get it. Okay, get thanks. Get it on there. 